Quest West Show. You are now listening to Empty Out the Clip. Alright, welcome to another episode of the EOTC, the Empty Out the Clip podcast. My name is Cams and I'm here with the brother Lady, straight out of the heart of West Auckland City. What's up, bro? Some also. What's good, my man? What's good, my man? How are you? How are you? Good, man. I'm good. Man, I'm so proud we just do this every week, eh? Just, man, just like clockwork, eh, man? We have to. We have to, man. It's an integral part of the week, man. Empty out the clip, ain't empty out the clip for, for not putting one on, man. For not putting it on, so... Yeah, the listeners deserve it, us. Yo, yo. So, let's do some shout-outs, man. Yeah, first off, man, my first shout-outs to the big boy Oz, man. So, I caught up with Oz during the week, man. It was supposed to be, this, um, he was supposed to lace with us today. So, I know it's not a technicality. It's probably the guy I probably forgot. So, shout-out to Mr. Forgot, Discovery Ave. Um, another one's to Eric and Yash. So, the boys, it's been a minute since we've laced with these guys. Um... Another one's to um, all the people at Free News, eh? Or if, at um, TV Free. That's probably been some most depressing thing I've seen on the news today um, on and on YouTube. Um, another shout-out to the um, the Auckland Blues women's team. I watched their game during the weekend. And also to um, to Fui for Observation, man. So I watched one of his latest videos. And it got me in my feels, eh? So, yeah, I'll probably mention him later on in the pod. And, um, yeah, and just also to all the listeners, man, and all those who still PM and message um, through and comment on all our content. Um, shout out to the guys on the um, the footy show as well. So, yeah, that wraps up my shout out to us. But you. Sweet, Yeah, man, that's no, good. You um, shout out to some of the Whisper Network stuff going on because we're getting busy now with NRL and Super Rugby season has begun. And it's good to get those podcasts out, the 135 Footy Show. I know Simon and Antana put out their first episode um, last uh, beginning of last week on, on no, Thursday. They put their first episode for the year on Thursday. They talked about, they just previewed some of the teams, but they did an interesting thing. They did the, um, the key player for each team. Yeah. So they talk about it. So um, uh, they did that. And I put post them, I posted them up on um on YouTube, just some of those uh, snippets so you can go check it out there. Um, and the kind of rock, uh, a rugby union podcast hosted by Stace. And um, I think that they didn't do one this week, but um, they should be doing one ne- ne- next week um, to cover round two and probably be through round three of, of, of Super Rugby. Um, yes, shout out to those guys. Shout out to all the listeners that tune in. Especially everyone that um, tunes into EOTC each week, and uh, don't forget our Facebook group page, the EOTC Empty Out the Clip Facebook group page is private, so you can jump in. There's your chance to throw in some articles or comment, and we can talk about it on the podcast. All right, Luz, how's your week, man? Man, week's been productive, bro. Week's been real productive, but uh, man, I had like a real bad back experience. I don't know what I did, man, but I just sort of carried. Carried down, dragged the week down, eh? Couldn't do much. Hadn't been to, the, I haven't been to the gym all week. But then on top of that, probably like Wednesday, man, started feeling like gout niggles in my knee. See, the back pain's gone. Now I've got this gout pain triggering me, and so oh, it must be painful, eh? 
But um, man, shout out to my bro and Noka, bro. So, Noka, he came back into my life, bro. And I believe God's timing, bro. So, this dude just showed up. So, he showed up with a bucket of paint, bro. Showed up with two buckets of paint and uh, and an Ellis. I don't know if you know what an Ellis is. I know you see those guys that volley the houses and they just do it with their spray gun and it does it real fast. You see it on snippets, eh? people like paint walls. They just do like the, the architraves, they do the floor, they do the corners, and then they just spray the room. So my brother shared up with this machine. I don't know what an Ellis is. I've just seen how people use it and spray it. And um, But I used to spray paint back in the day. Like my first job was, was painting, like um, wood lays. So I got an understanding of how to cover. Like when you're spraying paint. So he showed up on Tuesday and it was a bit windy. But, you know, the the rain was like coming and going. But towards the back afternoon, it started to, but it was hot, man. But, you know, when it's hot and he was like, Sole, man, summer's going to end soon. When are you going to get a window? So he showed up with the, the Ellis, man. We hooked it up. But, yeah, trust in my gut, I noticed that the paint looked too thick. Because, like, when you roll paint, you can tell, like, when you put the roller in and you try and roll it and it doesn't cover the roller, it's like it's like mud. So you got to, you know, water it down, add a thinners or water. So I told him, I said, sorry, man, this paint doesn't look right. And he goes, oh, do what you got to do to it. Else. So I did one part of water and I couldn't figure it out because even when I had finished stirring the paint and try to get, like, a like a texture, sort of like how you make um, batter for, you know, for fish and chips or for pancakes, it's got to drip right, right? Because if you're going to spray it, it might either block the, the spray nozzle or just better. And to my gut feeling, man, I was like, fuck, no, that one doesn't look right. So he bought two buckets, and then I saw, like, there was more more in the second bucket. It was, like, because the 20-litre buckets was about 10 litres. So I did, oh, I did like, 150. Um, I did 1.5 litres of water, and I added it to the bucket, and I gave it a good stir for about five minutes. Then I got the consistency right. So once he got the machine going, man, so it just felt like I was back in the day, my first job was. And my man was probably surprised as well, eh? Because, like, once I had a blown at the fence, and then, fuck, I just took me, like, at least 10 seconds, sprayed one whole wall, bro. So if you come see my studio now, you'll see, like, what the fuck? These guys been hard out. So it took us about 10 minutes to spray the whole thing. And, bro, I was pretty surprised. My man was like, solid, man. Fuck, that's pretty good, considering you haven't picked it up in ages. But we just noticed that the gun keep um, blocking, so... There was all that TV issues, but it was just funny that he could laugh about it because he was like, "Sorry, it's not the it's not the equipment." Because eh? <laughs> like we didn't know, like you know, didn't know the brand, didn't know how to adjust the fan. But once we did that, fucking, I ended up spraying my whole fence, bro. So he bought another bucket of black, and the black paint's usually rollable. You can use a paintbrush, but for ten liters, and my fence is about twenty five meters long. Fuck, I managed to cover that in about ten minutes, and then did the inside got half done, and then ran out of paint. So, yeah, man, I'm sunburned. <laughs> I'm sunburned. And I'm nah, just proud that I got it done, because eh? yeah, I said to my brother, I was trying to give him some money for the paint, man, because he said his old man just had some bucks lying around. But, like, man, one of those moments, you know, you got boys that come out of the, the woodworks and they say to you, nah, oops, you're insulting me if you're trying to pay me for coming over to see you. Like, you know, when someone, when he said that to me, fucking uh, give me one of those, you know, like, just proud that you've done things with him in the past, you know, because he was, like, saying, Sorry, man, I still eat for all these cuts from back in the day. And I go, nah, fuck, we're good, bro. We're good, man. But to hear him say something like that, just, you know, me, really, it makes you really value friendship, eh? So, now nah, we've been putting off a bike ride for a while now. And to be honest, I feel like it's God's timing when it rains outside on a Sunday. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay, that's, that's the Lord saying it's too dangerous for us to get right on the, on the road, Max. So, nah, man, but the rest of the week, I've just been trying to mend my leg. 
And then probably when we get off the, tonight, I might go and pay my Snap Fitness a visit, man, because I haven't been the whole week. But <laughs> nah, man, nothing much. I did a Kongai cook today, and man, I told myself I'm never cooking again, because eh? sometimes my family they didn't appreciate me being home, you know. I might be home and, and like being lazy, but I'm still paying the bills, so gotta let my family remember that, eh? the difference between working or staying home and not making any income and actually just staying home <coughs> but yeah, that's been my week course what about you man you've been busy i've been busy man but man just listening to you talk about spray painting man it just reminded me when i was spray painting those um stands because those, those stand. <laughs> you know you can either buy spray paint or you can either get a, a bucket of paint and a paintbrush to do the job and yeah. I think I chose the wrong thing because, man, I, I just thought, you know, a spray can don't even do much work. Just spray spray and walk away sort of thing. But, yeah. nah, man, if you're dealing with a wire sort of uh, a wire stand, it's hard to get around. you got to paint all around that shit, you know, around the rust. Yeah. So you can't even spray on top. you got to spray around it. So you got to move yeah. everything around. Man, it was hard to work. I should have just got a little little um, uh, paint can thing, eh? And just get a brush and just brush. Dab it it would have been much faster. Just brush around the day <laughs> rather than try to spray around it far. So I learned my lesson there. So if I buy a new batch of uh, stands, I'll, I'll get the a paintbrush and a, a paint can of that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, man, nah. <laughs> so that application was the right one for you, what you were trying to do, eh? With the fence, huh? Instead of, if you can oh, imagine man. a paintbrush, you want to do that, huh? Well, the thing is, because even before he came over, he said, we just got to be popular about the overspray. But I can, I can, I know, like, when I, I know from my past experience with spraying, like, how to spray. Like, it, the, the key is to go over one, say, like, go over one area where you don't have to go past it again, just to be efficient. So, now nah, I managed to get it on lock, man, the first time, and I got into the point where I was just doing it as a routine, post between posts. And then I'd step back because in the motion you're just going because, you know, while it's spraying, it's, it's sort of like still and then it's sort of already dry mm. because it's already latched, the paint's already latched into the wood. So every time I finished one, I'd step back and the braid would look and it now looks like it's all covered. So you need a second pair of eyes to sort of reassure. <laughs> but I just laughed back because when we did the, the, the bubbles, I must have did underneath the eaves and that. And I had the trigger on, like, it was sort of like a funnel, like from the, the water, the hose, you know? And you spray the hose and it's just full on. So I sprayed it, like, in one go, no masking tape. I just stood back and I tried to get as low as I could. <laughs> it was like I was spraying it with water. <laughs> I was laughing, like, I meant to do, like, two quick stripes. And he just laughed. He goes, bro, that's pretty good, man. Like, <laughs> okay. It's considered it's not masked, eh? But as it dried, I was like, oh, I missed a spot, a few spots. I can't complain, man. It's free paint. <laughs> Shows. Yeah, man. I had a bit. I had a pretty cool week. It was. It was kind of busy, and then, but you know, it was, if it's busy at work, it's great because time goes fast. Yeah. Probably not for aging, but for um, getting out of there, that <laughs> boring place called work, you know, and come home and do some real work. But um, not been doing that and coming home and just. Haven't started writing any articles yet for the next issue of the magazine, but I will start that. Um, I did, though, during the week, try to get some more ads. So I've yeah. been sort of going on Facebook, going into those. Uh, there's like a group page called uh, West Auckland Business, small business page. Yeah. 
Oh, it's a Facebook okay. page. So I jumped on there. And it's just a bunch of small businesses advertising a lot of um, trade stuff, you know, like um, like water blasting, uh, mowing lawns, a um, couple of uh, hairdressers there. Um, there's a couple of food ones and a whole lot of, yeah, a whole lot of house uh, maintenance stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. Indoor and outdoor. So I managed to message around. I got some pretty um, up and down replies. Like I got one saying, oh, followers free. Sorry. And then I got one saying, <laughs> then I got one saying, oh, um, what do you say? Uh, just get the scene. Just get the scene. Or, yeah. or um, interested, but but not interested sort of thing. So, no, nah, it's, a, it's a, but, you know, it's part of the learning experience. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just trying to do it. But, um, no, nah, man, just been doing that. Um, getting, I've, I've, got, I've had some articles coming from other people. So I've already set them out on the next issue. Oh, me? So I think I've got um, one, got one from Joey. I'm using uh, Tony's one. So, yeah, I've got a couple of articles already. And i got some ideas for some articles. It's, it's kind of hard because I know there's three, three weeks in between issues, but I, don't, I want the stories to be relevant. So you yeah. can't really write until the, the last week because the stories are fresh. If I write a story now, by the time the article comes out, it's like three weeks old. So, yeah, so, so yeah. the thing, unless you write a story in a, a general sense, so I'm trying to figure that out, but I think it'll be good. But um, I've got some ideas, so yeah, can't wait to do that. So I've, I figured that during the week, I'll try to get some ads during the week, and then in the weekends, that's when I get down and and start writing articles in the weekends. Mm. But um, yeah, man, got the, the front page sussed out. I think I showed you guys what the front page is going to be. Um, yeah, got the ads. I got, I got a new ad. So, sh- uh, shoutouts uh, will be on the will be on the next uh, will be on the next map and the, the next issue. So, me. so me, me, um, yeah, man. After that, uh, we had a half day at work on Friday, so um, it was like a team team bonding. So we had a team bonding Friday afternoon. We had a half day on Friday, so we went out to one of the guys that work with me, his house up in um, Glendowie. And uh, he's got a he's got a tennis court, so we end up having a, a competition, work competition on the on the, on the tennis court. Um, then we had a few drinks after that, so that and and that was Friday. Mm. And then yeah, man, just came home. Uh, Said they relaxed. Went for the um, the Las Vegas the the Las Vegas NRL um, that started today. I think it was yep. round zero. They're finally calling it r- round zero, where four teams play this this weekend in in Las Vegas, and the rest of the teams play next weekend to round out the the, the round one. Which is kind of interesting because these teams that played in Las Vegas, Manly, Rabbitohs, Roosters, and uh, Broncos, they get a week rest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the rest of the teams don't get a week rest. Yeah, sort of thing. So, yeah, interesting um, way they and interesting how they pick the teams too. I don't know how they pick the teams, but um, hmm, it's just that that advantage of having a week's rest during the you know when the, it doesn't make sense for the, for the other teams. I, I know it probably doesn't matter because it's the first games of the week, the first round. But uh, yeah, we'll probably talk about it more. But um, no nah, man, just had a, yeah, 
bit of a sports weekend. We'll talk about it in sports. Um, Friday, the, make sure to watch the, the Blues game at 8 o'clock because they're all over in, in the Melbourne round. Yeah. You know, all the teams playing in Melbourne. Uh, was it last night? The Yeah, last night was the Mona Pup. Pacifica in the Fijian Juro game, which was really yeah. good. It was That's like the Battle of the Pacific. Yeah. They're going to call it the Battle of the Pacific. So we'll talk about that um, yeah. soon. Yeah, man. That's, that's me, hey? Yeah, busy weekles. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I think it's going to be even more busy, especially with the deadline March 16th. But yeah, man. Um, okay, let's get to our first topic. So, Big news happened on Monday. Um, if you're in, if you if you're a journalist working in Aotearoa, uh, if you're working for uh, TV3 or News Hub, you got some bad news, and they said you're gonna lose your job this coming June, which is pretty big, eh? Because we're talking about a News Hub here. We're talking about um, what's his name? Uh, Robert, see. Mike McRoberts. Um, yeah. Well, I didn't realize. I didn't realize that um, that Warner Brothers at Discovery had taken over. I didn't. I never thought anything of it. But I mean, looking over the history of when TV Three came about with the the two dots and the the number three, they were they weren't viable back then either. Eh? Like I think it was like maybe five months into tv3 opening up the channel um they were really like they were really struggling so that was why the big buyout back then like was that 35 years ago but i think just for me like just as a working working like you know working so long in one place like in my past that you know you you feel you feel the empathy for those people eh? like you know to go and especially the journalists like Everyone wants to be John Campbell. Well, everyone wants to be Mike Roberts. That's if that's what you've sort of put your um, aspirations into, like as a journalist and working for such a because you know they're a, um, they're not a government funded um, building, so they're not like TVNZ. Whether you know the news might be biased and it might be favouring whatever politicians are trying to push or like the government's trying to push, but these guys when they've come up with their stories, they've really been real at like you know like at 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 the politicians. Where you know, if you think about like anything you see, Winston Peters trying to be spoken to on um, TV three, you you'll get the gist of how good um, news hubbers and and just all the shows that they put out, you know, trying to be so um, what you call it, just like letting letting us know more. But I suppose the statistics don't lie eh, when the advertising is not coming through on on the on the channel and. And people are not probably like sitting at the dinner table these days and watching the news like they would back in the day, and it's become evident, you know. So even with the time changes, man, you just seen like I think when um, Prime News sort of changed the time from six to five thirty. Now you got TV three going from six and then playing the replay at nine thirty. So little things like that, you know, just to show like um, the times have changed and maybe just there's no, I don't know. If you look at the last say when they when they're talking about how much the company has sort of lost over that time in the last two years, I don't know any any business that'd be able to dig themselves out of that hole, right? Like that's a lot of money to be in debt, eh? Or to to make to sort of like yeah carry over at the fin- end of the financial year at a loss of the 
billions, like shit. It has to be done. So, yeah, I just feel sorry for the me. Feel sorry for all the employees and stuff. Yeah, especially at um at ground level. Yeah. But um, I think, like you, bro. Like I, I don't know, they're bought out by a big conglomerate like uh, Warner Brothers. You know, if you think of Warner Brothers, you're talking about multi billions of dollars. Cor- yeah. Corporation. You know, only a little piece of a little media network down in New Zealand TV3, you know? and Absolutely, man. And if you think about, like, if you're a big corporation and you're, you're, because they're, they've got a big hit anyway. If you look at what's been happening in America, like, you got to look at America because if you look at these big networks like, like Disney, which are ESPN, you know, you, you look at Fox, which owns all the Fox stuff around the world. Yeah. If they're losing money over there, then you can see that you know that if they own a little little piece of a country somewhere, they're gonna let that go easy, eh? Yeah. Just to recover their own costs, right? Because they're a big company, and like if you got if you bought out these little small companies, and you think, oh, they're too small for me to keep, I want to sell them off because I'm not making money down there. And the whole reason why is because of the advertising, eh? Because advertising. Yeah. Advertising, um, the money they were getting from advertising was was real low, and that and that's because times are changing, and the advertising is going to the social media, like uh, the Facebooks and the and the Google, and yeah, well those kind of things. Because you know, because when you look on your phone and the ad comes up you didn't ask for, yeah, know, exactly. Or, or if you look up, if you look up to buy some shoes, you buy the yeah. shoes and then you look on your phone and the same shoes pop up on your ads. Hey, the I already cookie, bought that shoes, man. The cookie ads pop up. Yeah, hold <laughs> up. You know, no one's, no one's buying ads. No one's going to TV networks anymore, and and you can see the changes too, because no one's really watching TV. I mean, everything's on demand. You download the app, you watch the in NZ, TV NZ Plus if you want to catch up on your show. You know, no one's really, yeah, no one's really l- looking at the schedule of when your program's gonna come on at eight o'clock. Nah. And then then drop everything to go well, go watch the program at eight o'clock. Well, you know, that's it, those. With the, the demand, it's going to be there yeah. anyway. And if you if you go to demand, if you go watch up, if you if like you when you go catch up on your um, Shoreline Street on TVNZ Plus, they're going to get two or three ads, hey, or two ads sure. at the most. That's but remember, yeah. remember when we used to watch TV? There was heaps of ads. Thought it was like the seventeenth ad, and like hurry up, eh? Yeah. You count like eleven in between. Yeah. The, that's right, but when, if you go online on demand, you're going to get two ads every time. But yeah, so I think if if you didn't know, you I think if you're in the if if you if 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 you I think if you if you work for a company in New Zealand that's owned by a big company overseas, you have to be looking at what's going on over there. You got to look at all the business sections. You got to look at how, what how much money they're making. You got to look at the stock market, like. If, if the company that owns you are losing money, man, you better watch out because you're going to be next on the chopping list, day. Oh, man. Well, I mean, they've had other reporters like that Duncan, um, no, not Duncan Garner. Is it Duncan Garner? He's got his own podcast now. Even he said it, eh? He said he could, he could see, he could see the changes right at the top before it came onto the floor. And he was like saying, like, um, it was just a matter of time, man. It was just a matter of time. Like, everything's podcasting now these days. Everything's streamed. Um, everything's sort of like 
people are in prison, like, instead of anything, people are in prison, like, because, like you just mentioned, man, like, we'd rather watch it later than watch it live, you know, and I think, yeah, I think the saddest, the saddest part of, like, seeing, like, um, News Hub and the Good Morning AM show go, is that, like, now you're just stuck with the one channel, you know what I mean, where it's sort of like, oh. I remember when I used to watch Duncan Gunner on, in the morning, I'd be like, oh, not this guy, and I was just wondering, like, who cuts this guy's hair, man? But now that he's into podcasting and that, it's like, oh, man, this guy's, he's doing pretty well, you know? So it doesn't mean that there's an end of the world for those guys. It just means, like, that their workplace is just redundant now, you know? Something bigger would be better for them, I reckon. But 300 employees, bro, that's a lot of people. Mm. A lot of people, man. And 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 just on the, the podcasting space, because that's an avenue that in, in America they've taken hold of. Like, yeah. you know, in America, like, the mainstream guys have actually quit their jobs to start a podcast. Mm. They know their name is means much more than any network can pay them. Like, oh, it's all about the yeah. fans, right? It's all about the fans. Like, yeah. that guy that got fired from um, that Fox show, Tucker Carlson. So, Tucker Carlson interviewed um, Putin. But yeah. th- that guy, he got fired from saying some something, I think, was it was offensive. <laughs> and he got fired from the show And then he went out And done his own podcast And he's, he's making a lot more money You know He's mm. a lot more Doing a lot more stuff With his own podcast Than he did on On, on, on Fox On Fox um, TV So and Just like Shannon Sharp Just like Shannon Sharp man Exactly Hey Stephen A. Smith Same thing man Yeah exactly Something bigger was Bigger, was, bigger better was coming along mm. Yeah exactly I think the podcast space Is a good avenue I think with, and you know, you see it with, um, with the King Gardner. And yeah. even Sean Plunkett, how he's got their platform. He's got the platform. Have you seen that? Nah, I haven't seen that. So he's another guy that got fired from um, from Magic FM. I don't think he got fired, but he got let go from Magic FM. He's a, I don't know if you know Sean Plunkett. He's like a ju- journalist, but he's really conf- um, controversial. controversial. Yeah. He's, he's, he's like the poor Kent of, um, of news. <laughs> 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 Sounds like a wise, wise guy. He's like, yeah, he's like a poor kid of news, but he's got his own podcast now called The Platform, and it's doing real well. Like he's got his website, and he's got all these other guys that used to be on the, the radio that do, have their own shows. So it's really like a, 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 a radio station that's online. So it's, it's, it's that kind of thing. It's moving into the digital space, and I think New Zealand's slow to get there. Yeah, but I think but I mean he's actually he's out there doing it right. Yeah, he's, out there he's doing actually it. doing it. Man, yeah. it just reminds me of another guy. Just like Narendra Kaisara, man. Uh, Got the yeah. boot from New FM. Now he's doing his own thing, man. Like, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's it's the way things are going around the world. And yep. and I think with, with New Zealand being slow, I I reckon it's a little, This is my sort of conspiracy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mainstream media is doing their best to not let the rest of us catch up. With the rest of the world When it comes to podcasts You know what I mean Yeah But it sounds sound like jittles. Because I think Mainstream media In New Zealand They think That they're the only Place to be In that space Yeah You know Because they got Bro, I believe you I could believe you In a heartbeat You know what No one No way One no way There's stuff that you see On like Was it staffs Like the New Zealand Herald And all that stuff There's stuff that Like you see On Facebook that's breaking, right? And it might be a day or even like 16 hours later, then it comes on stuff, you know? 
like by the time they publish it, or even their snippets, they use snippets that's from social media in their news articles, and it's not theirs. You know what I mean? That's how you already know. So it's been happening for years, man. It's been happening a couple of years. Example is like um, when King David used his stuff on the Ariki Rigby stuff, yet they were using his audio, videos, visuals on the news, but not once did any of their cameramen go down and interview her at all. You know, so I don't believe you if you were. They're trying to suppress us from knowing what's really happening, you know what I mean? And at their convenience, they'll go and use or tap into whatever sources they can find. Yeah, that that's exactly right. And and with, with the uh, with the closure of News Hub, why would we want to? If that's the end goal <laughs> yeah. of, of going there. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like if, if they can get their plug pulled just like that, Who's to say, like TVNZ? Oh well, TVNZ is funded by the the government now eh? because there's only mm-hmm. like New Zealand sort of media now. Um, TV Three was just like independent, eh? so yeah, man, it's it's. I would love for another network to pick it up. I mean, look at look how well Maori TV's doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of that's pretty cool. Like, you remember, you still got like um the the Maori news that um what's his name that Morrison does. Um, Stacey Daniels, Stacey, Stacey Morrison's husband still presents on TV One. Like, that's still viable. Like, why can't there be another radio, or why can't there be another division, independent division, news station that still comes on TV that's not under any other any other person's umbrella? I mean, if the government thought a bit better, this would be the time to get all the gangs to fund all of that, man. Why not? <laughs> I mean, because they are. I think, yeah, I think it's sad that we don't, we ain't gonna see any more of the, um, just the journalism that TV Free's done in the past. Because, man, there's some top stories, eh? Like, if you think about, like, especially if you think about the John Campbell ones. So, like, yeah. that guy's like, he was untouchable, eh? Like, he was the, um, I don't know, he was, to me, he's the Spider Man of the journalists back then. So, yeah, very unfortunate, eh? But I guess <laughs> progress with the times, I guess, I suppose. Yeah, but I think with with this comes new opportunity, you know, and I hope these journalists <coughs> know what new avenue news to open. Like, mm. I think people need media, whatever the form it is, yeah. you know, with, whether it's social, mainstream or not. But I do believe yeah. podcasts is a good way forward and it needs to be, it needs to have more credit than it has now, especially amongst the, the mainstream people. Yeah, I mean, I always wanted like when when Nate Nowa started his podcast that didn't even last longer, just maybe four episodes. Mm. I thought it was great. Like we need a guy of high personality like that, especially in in Pacifica, big personality like him coming from mainstream media, well known to jump yeah. in the podcast space, because I would appreciate it as much because. Here's a guy that's in mainstream media coming to a podcast space and being himself, you know? Like saying stuff that you can't say on radio. Yeah. And, and that's most important because that tells everybody that everybody can yeah. jump in and do have, have their own sort of thing. But I just thought, like, with us, with the West Coast Network, like having a guy with high profile like Nate Nowa doing his podcast would get people more into podcasting, like looking into podcasts as, an, as another way to get information yeah. or get some entertainment and probably find us too. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true, man. But yeah, it's yeah. It's amazing, eh? The change of the times though. It's like But I feel like sometimes like you listening to radio, I think that's the boring part of radio these days. 
mm. it's sometimes like I don't know. It almost feels fabricated. The the um, the yans and the and the and the crowd that they're chasing just seems for the it's trying to you know it's trying to score them more viewers. But that's what I see from all the snippets that I see, especially when I see um, my my films ones like the mm. questions like the what do you think or who do you think or name a time all of that stuff. I think that's that to me says that they're running out of content. Yeah, or that podcasts are saying whatever they want now. And people oh, yeah, are noticing the, the yeah. noticing the big the big difference. Like yeah. man, I saw um snippet of um came up on my social media. The one the Jordan River's doing, the um the morning shift. Morning shift, yeah. Wait, those guys are saying swear words now. Oh, okay. So even that little thing like that, like distinguishes you from mainstream media. Like Yeah. Like a radio. And I really appreciate that, you know? Like yeah. um I don't have. I don't apologize for what we say on empty other clip because it is. We just say what we want, how we feel. But um, and that's the way it should be, because you're not yeah. gonna get that anywhere else. But um, but almost like I almost feel like mainstream media will make people go into a podcast and be a mainstream media type of podcast. If you know what I mean? Because I don't yeah. think that's the point. Yeah. Because why? If you want, if you want to talk like you're on radio, why are you on the podcast? You know yeah. what's the point? Like I don't want to listen to podcasts that sounds like a radio. That's the whole point for podcasts because it's not a radio station. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like the the way you are on, on mainstream media and the way you are on the podcast are completely different. You gotta separate it. Also, you know what? Uh, way I look at it, man. When I first, when we first structured like into the click and just the way we spoke about it, man. That to me, in a nutshell, was a haircut. Like to me, that's the opening line. How you been? Has the week been? Bro, that to me is like, bro, that's you've set the tone for the rest of the conversation now, mm. and then you come, then it comes with the rest of it. Sorry, you watched the game the other day. Like to me, that's that's the structure, that's the nature of a cut. But when I've heard some radio sort of do those, man, how's your day? Oh, how's your weekend? And then they say stuff and they laugh about it. But it's when they break into the immature, like name a time that you thought you were hot shit but then you got checked you got humbled real fast and then they add the phone number like to me when i hear that sort of talking about barbershop that's not a barbershop man that's just a whole bunch of bees at the back of the back of a bus talking shit you know and it's it's like yeah you know <laughs> the guy ain't gonna leave with a nice haircut i don't know that much but to me i feel like yeah it's it's sort of like a maturity thing eh? mm. sounds immature mm. even with our if our new new our new magazine like if you read it honestly it's, you're not going to read it's not read like a newspaper eh? yeah, what yeah, you see yeah. on newspaper there's our slangs in there we swear in there you know we we actually write how we talk on the podcast so i'm I'm proud of that too oh bro definitely man i'm you know what else i'm proud of us i'm proud of your snippet of the the Mona Pacifica greatest 15 it was fucking brilliant, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Needs to be more of that. Yeah. Needs to be more of that. Throwing some pictures in. Probably the, probably the pictures is what did it for me. I was like, oh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Sweet. Um, do you want to talk about the next story? The, um, the Harley Davidsons. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'll. That was who, who shit that one. That was um flip away, flip or shit that to the mm. um to the empty up the clip page. Yeah. Yeah. So even though we got a new government, 
we got a new government now and um they crack down on um on gangs and patches and public places and all the rest of it but how, how does this sound and, we, and you gotta you, you gotta ask yourself whether this is, is a good thing or a bad thing so obviously it's the gang of the common chairs so these guys have had their um their headquarters like um obviously they've done the where's the receipt for this where's the receipt for that and they've obviously come across a whole lot of bikes and all the rest of it and you know if you can't supply if you can't supply your means of how you're paid for vehicles or property that then becomes confiscated and so the police have ended up with these um harleys eh? and they all they're real distinctive um custom bikes so it's one of those things man like if you had a distinctive car back in the day and it had those rooms and it had these these tents you'd know oh yeah that's cam's car that's cam's um honda crx or whatever you know so these bikes what i don't agree with is that they ended up at the at the crushes man and scrap me really so instead of like re, re like recycling some of those back tires and all the rest of it like you know like occ would have done you know orange county would have taken some of those air filters and they could have been reused but and like sold on but to scrap i don't know if that's a that's a lot of like like here, here's an example you know they made a couple of billions of dollars in downtown auckland using the bus lane that was uh not for, for not to be driven down just in fines right so 150 meters of road they collected all this money the council collected fine money there's three bikes there they're probably worth a couple of mils and they just chucked it in the rubbish man for scrap metal and it's only worth like what a couple of grands now so i don't know what would you have done Nus, if you were in the minister of um police and you'd come across those bikes yeah i know they're, they're confiscated are they so they also confiscated um some vehicles some uh, Range Rovers, the Range Rovers, Rolls Royce, yeah. um, some Audis, and a few but other cars. They only crashed the bikes, though. That's the funny yeah. thing. They only yeah. crashed the bikes. Yeah. So where are the cars, right? You'd think like, okay, if you're gonna do that to the, like, so they could have, they could have been sold on, but because they're real distinctive, I don't think anyone has got the balls to sort of go and buy them unless you bought outright all six of them, hmm. and just had them in storage. Or was this like a flex? By the government i believe it's bro i never thought of that but i believe it is it's so like um like we say hey we're in power we we said no more patches and all that this is an example of what happens if you're in a gang yeah i think it's a gimmick <laughs> eh? i reckon it's a gimmick man like they showed one of the bikes getting crushed but that's the only bike that they showed on camera getting crushed and that probably that bike was probably the one that was already had all its gold because you know some of those bikes were gold plated man mm. you're telling me they didn't the guy crashing the bikes didn't take the the rear fender off <laughs> in his fucking like 38k fuck thirty thousand dollars for their gold plated rear fender come mm. on like that that's pulling that's the, yeah i reckon it's a gimmick mm. yeah it's a gimmick man it's just a flexi so like when the when when they when the police they have to burn all that marijuana in the bush like Stop <laughs> <Pauly. Like, laughs> what happens it's just like on white men can't jump when they say see this is what we do to people who don't pay us billy show them the pictures show them the pictures <laughs> so i think it's one of those ones yeah yeah you know there would be like you can't really yeah it's sort of like a, a 
I think it's a flex by the, by the government to do that. Otherwise, you got to be meticulous and just take stuff off the bikes to recycle yeah. properly or to to sell on. If there was like a gold-plated something on the bike, of course you're not going to throw that away. Huh. Nah. You're going like to take away... You're gonna take that piece out, mount it down. Exactly. Give it to charity. I don't know. It's like, are they saying they had never heard of powder coating and 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 painting? Come on, (laughs) like, bro, that's to me that's dead money, right? That's dead Mm. money, man. They could have sold that stuff on, but yeah, just a flex, man. I believe. Mm. I was listening to to the radio one day on the way home, and they were talking about this this topic, but they were saying like. You know, with the no gang patches anymore in public and that. But there was already um, a ban on gang patches before. Eh? There have been. You yeah, can't wear in it ho- in hospital? In houses, yeah. Certain houses like hospitals, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, government buildings, the police station, like you wouldn't be allowed to wear a patch. But it's sort of like in town as well. Like, you know, then it's sort of like a, uh, like something that's been noted, but it's up to those that are around to enforce it. Mm. Uh, like if you see someone walking in with one patch on, Okay, if you see a group of them, then you're obviously going to tell the group, oh, excuse me, you know, and the gang patches inside. And probably 90% of the time, they probably adhere to it, you know. But they're trying to reform this by just changing maybe the wording on, on what it means, eh? Because I believe it's a war they're not going to win, man. Like, there's not enough police to police all that shit. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like um, that when we were talking about it before, like, it'll be a It'll be a war. Please for that. Yeah, why waste all their energy and resources into um, trying to tell guys to take off a piece of clothing when they could be, um, you know, targeting people in need and, you know, helping <laughs> those in the community that might really need them. It's a waste of time, man. Mm. All right. Um, moving on. Um, Filippo put another post up, eh? He put one up. About oh, it's uh oh, we already got a few book. Hey, this is this is a contender. Oh, okay, yep. So it's like um okay, well, we have two for you guys, but this is the first one. A, a, a scenario. Say you're at home, and you have your say you have your sister's kids over, right? You have your sister's kids over, and there's expen- there's an expensive cheesecake you paid for. It's in your fridge. And then your your niece or your nephew um, takes a slice out of the cheesecake and eats it without telling anyone, right? You come back to the fridge and see it's been it's been eaten. You see that your niece or nephew has eaten it. You ground them off, and then you ring up your sibling, the parent of the niece and nephew, and ask them to pay for the <laughs> pay for the cheesecake that she ate. <laughs> this is the premise of the story that Filippo put up. Um, any thoughts on that scenario? What would you do if you were? Well, the, I'm uh, going to sound like that like I am going to sound like that like guy, man. That's why you tell your kids the ox before they touch stuff inside the fridge, man. Especially when it comes to a cake. <laughs> Say, for example, what if that was my sister's surprise birthday cake? You know, and it was a ninety-dollar cake. You know, it's expensive, mate, you know? Or we'll just take it with the two slices missing anyways. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah, but um, no, I think it was... Uh, but it's not, Like we always resort to us, it's probably a Balang family, eh? 
But you're right, man. There's ways and there's ways. Just like David Tulsi. Yeah. Like, yeah, we, we, it's funny. When, when you look at an, uh, if you, if you, if you, if you look at the story and you, and you make these people parangis, you're not going to agree with it. But if yeah. you look at in a, in a Polynesian lens or a Pacifica lens, this is how you would deal with it. We can relate to how you deal with it. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell my, I'll, I'll, I'll probably won't grab off the kids, but I'll tell my sister, hey, man, you know how much that cheesecake was? Yeah. I'm going to give this cheesecake. You guys can have it. You buy me a new one tomorrow. Hey. Yeah, done. <laughs> done. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, you can never take it out on the kids, eh? But you should. But your kids should know better, man. Before you go and help yourself to a cake. That mm. doesn't a cake, man. It's like dessert. Like, there's, there's rules and restrictions around desserts and stuff like that, right? You know? So if the cake was up the top, well, that's still in the kids' eyes view. Yeah. Anything goes, man. Exactly. That's <laughs> <laughs> just. It's funny how there's differences and and ways and ways. Eh? Yeah, culture, right? That's the thing. It's culture ways. Culture ways, exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, the other fair book of the week. Um, that was your one, eh? What was the other one? Oh, there's that the lady. She used all her brain energy. Oh, so she got pulled over. Did you oh. know Yeah. Oh, it was oh, a Tegan. Oh, we got three now. No, we got three then. So it's the, oh, so yeah. talk about the brain energy one. Oh, man. So a lady, she's obviously got pulled over. She must have been speeding. And without any hesitation, she pulls over. And I'm sure, like, first thing should be license and registration. But before he got asked... Before she's been asked, so she must be just explaining her her name, eh? <laughs> and so she <laughs> says, so he, so for example, the conversation would have gone, ma'am, can I have your name, please? And she goes, go, ma'am. What is it? Go, ma'am. Oh, I think I should play the audio for it, eh? Sorry, I know I was speeding. First name? Frida. Last name? Go, ma'am. You're free to go, ma'am. Thank you so much. Have a great Wait, day. Wait, what? 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 So she literally got herself out of um, being stopped. Yeah. So Frida was her first name. Goman was her last name. The cops then replied, you're, you're Frida Goman. And so she's taking it on the chin and gave, yeah, think, sweet ass, thank you very much. And they're driven off. <laughs> so, I wonder what that will take in the court of law. Because hmm. eh? they, they, it's, right it's right there on camera. Eh? Yeah, it's right there on camera. <laughs> it's right there on his <laughs> camera. Fuck, eh? I just clicked there. It's right on his, his awful camera. Mm. So the Damn, fair book yeah. is that um, cop. Would be the cop. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't even, bro, he didn't, he didn't start when he said that one day. He literally <laughs> said her, make her, her better name. So he got on her. Mm. Okay, there's that one. What was that one? Because Tegan one, told, told a story. It's a story that Tegan told on my family. Yeah. So, yeah, the confidence in... In the um, yeah, you gotta love her confidence, eh? Because when she said it, I love that they're, they're drinking gold. But it's right. Vertex coming first is maybe the alcohol starts tasting like I want to transfer money out of my savings. Oh, we'll all be near. Drink starts to taste like every one of my exes need a text in the call. <laughs> After I have a couple beverages, it starts tasting like I'm Maori. I'm actually from Newcastle in England doing the haka. Yeah, I've got a few, I've got a few of my um, Pakia mates that always uh, want to start drinking, they start saying, fuck a bullet, bullet. Or they say, get it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. 
Oh, Jesus. Oh, what have you been drinking? <laughs> Do we need a I think the cracker bit that follows that is that she said she did the ancestry test. So, hey, do you check your DNA? Mm. And she even found out that she wished that she was 1% Samoan. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> oh, I'm serious. <laughs> Damn. But to but say. The confidence. <laughs> the confidence to say on, on that's, that's just as bad as saying motherfucker oh, or something like that. Eh? <laughs> hey. But you know what's funny is that she was smiling and just had to, to look at Nixon. Bro, he doesn't need some more. It's like, mm. hey, what are you up to? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, you know, you can keep feeling up that's, saying that word in Samoa. Like, I've seen kids with blood nose and missing teeth <laughs> after that one. But <laughs> sure. you imagine that, eh? Hey, you go and tell that story in front of all your parents. Mm. And that's the punchline, eh? Hey. And, you know, the last week, you know, they said, and they what? Get it. <laughs> that you just you just get it right off to the room and get a yeah. good idea. But that's a that's an example of not understanding how bad that word is in our language. Hey. Oh yeah. Hey. It's like it's like okay, like footballing is bad words uh like motherfucker. Like on the mainstream TV, right? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or cunts. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Like those are bad words in English language. That's Probably our equivalent to that is not a, is not even that is more is worse than that. Eh? <laughs> you think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Because in the context, is like it shouldn't be. It's one of those words. Like if you were someone was dead, you would call him a kid. Oh my. No, it's funny. Another. This is not a story of um. There's ways and there's ways. Yep. That's a. Yeah, right. We gotta make that our segment news, bro. There's ways and there's ways, mate. Shout out to David Tour, man. Shout out to David Tour. There's ways and there are ways. Uh, who are you gonna go off then? Who's who's your your book of the week then? Who are you gonna go off? Oh man, because I love Tegan, so I'm gonna go with Tegan's eh? Because I love that, even though, because you know, plus there are um, plus his old neighbors, you know, and yeah, for for fame to do the ice. For him to do the eyes and then Nixon to grab his face once it came out of her mouth. Yeah, that's like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll give my, yeah I, I'm the same as you, man. That's, I'll give Tegan that one. Yeah, this is the confidence, eh? Yep. So, Tegan, you're this week's fair book of the week. <laughs> Damn. Gullify. Shout out, Let's get into sports. So, did you watch any of the games? I just caught the highlights. Of the Crusaders, Taz. Um, Crusaders got smacked, eh? The Drua and, and Moana and the Blues and Otago. But mixed, eh? Because, like, you know me, man. I cancelled my sport. Waiting for round 10 of the NRL. Then I'll put my sport back on. But, um, yeah, I, I was surprised at your comment, man, when I saw the Crusaders. Gaia. <laughs> <laughs> so I went and watched it. I was like, man. Shout outs to um, Havili. <laughs> Shout outs to Havili, yeah, man. Get a bad game, eh? Hey, I swear to God, man, I'll be like, that's why you didn't get a status. <laughs> Yo, else. You mean can, can you? Hey, can you hear me? Sorry, yeah, stop pimp with your nice ass cameras. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. We just oh, we just stuck up for a quick. We just hit the these stairs just up the road. Oh, some oh, trainings. Yeah. 
Yeah. So. I thought we just gave, you just gave him just in time. We're talking about the the sports. Oh yeah. yeah. So we're just talking about the um the Crusaders game, the Crusaders Warriors yesterday. Oh okay. The Crusaders lost, no. and they look like they're a team that um they have lost a lot of players um from last year. Um, Richie Mong is gone. Fangangunku's gone. Um, White Lock's gone too. Eh? Yeah. Also, and, I, tell, I, I tell you now, what the mistakes they have really made, starting off that charge down kick, even his positional play, so like it shows how much Richie was boy boy that guy at second man. You know what I mean? Because the <laughs> first five inside him was guy balls, bro. I think he was just as guilty, bro. A lot of young guys. There's heaps of young guys in the team. That's him, man. It shows, it shows, like, you know, the resilience that Richie's had over the time he's played at 10, man. Because, bro, when I, when I saw, like, that wipers kick and I seen how flat they were, I was like, bro, that's a, he's going to get charged, eh? And the fact that he still kicked today. Eh? And, like, you know, when you got kids watching and they go, that guy used to be an all black. It was like, damn. Now, it just goes to show how much Richie, how classy uh, Richie was, eh? This is their second loss of the year. They lost last week. So do you think this, that's it for the, the Crusaders? They're not going to be the team they're, they're, they've been? Man, I don't want to say, bro. Nah, you know, you know these eight guys, bro. They always come back. <laughs> <laughs> this is just part of their plan, I reckon. Well, they haven't lost two games in a row. First two games of the season since 2014. Yeah, nah, they'll be that was back. The last mm. um, how about you, Alves? Did you watch any games? Yeah, I watched the um, bro, I watched the um, the Manly and um, Rabbitohs. I watched the games in Vegas, but Manly looked mean. Yeah, bro. Bro, yeah, the Rabbitohs. Uh, I was just disappointed because yeah, I was going for the Broncos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Broncos. Yeah. They didn't look like the team from last year, eh? at least. Nah, their grand final. Well, I don't know how they got to the grand final. That's the team that they got this year, last year, you know. Yeah. Well, it seems to me because I only watched it from halftime because I had the podcast on t- today, yeah. so I missed, I missed the Manly game when the podcast finished. It was only halftime so of the the Roosters Broncos game, but I I heard they were saying that the best player of easily and for the Broncos was Reese Walsh. Yeah. Everyone else was. Yeah, here's some here's some moments. Mm. And yeah, there's. I think he he did. I think he made a couple of mistakes as well. Yeah. But yeah. the 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 look flashy. Eh? I saw that um that tricus from um from Manu. Yeah, bro. That behind was the back, uh, that, behind the back. That's some backyard footy magic there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they just look like they were... Nah, I don't watch any of the the league yet. I just watched the oh. rugby. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the Roosters look on, eh? They, yeah, no, nah, they got a solid squad, and it's funny because because I watched the whole game and um, just like just Swali Swali, um, he was a he wasn't noticeable, but he was besides you know doing what uh, making great tackles and busting the line and that, but he wasn't there was no you know um, his name wasn't mentioned a lot during the game. Mm. Just the just of defense and you know yardage. So what do you think of the atmosphere? Because they're they're playing where they played the Super Bowl earlier on in the year in in Las Vegas. They're playing on um the Las Vegas uh, Raiders home ground. 
Oh, true. And, and the atmosphere, because there, there was 40,000 people there, eh? Yeah. That, yeah. No, that was, um, that was mean. It was, it was uh, different. I reckon it's going to be a big thing. And I heard that um, during the, uh, the games that, you know, it'll be a big thing and then you'd, like, invite English teams over or something, you know, things of that nature. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because 40,000, man, that's a lot, eh? It's like a state of war game or grand yeah, final over here, eh? And I wonder how many of those 40,000 actually came from Australia or, or even New Zealand. Yeah. And. Yeah. Also, shout out to Andre. I saw on on Facebook. He's there. He's there with his wife. Yeah, I saw um Luppy's there too. Oh, because yeah. his son, his son scored a try. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I saw his story too. Eh? He was up in the stands. He was saying how he was proud to be at at the at the Raiders Stadium because he's a he's a he's a supporter eh? of the Raiders. Oh, the Raiders. Yeah. Oh. Long, long time mean, eh? long time supporter. Mm. But man, yeah, I just wondered. I wondered how many. From New Zealand and Australia, whenever to make I up think that, a few, that forty thousand, and yeah. how many are, were Americans that actually wanted to check out the game, see what it's like? Because I can imagine yeah. they'll be like Irene and Orion about how the hell did these guys don't wear any helmets or pads? Safety, or, yeah. yeah. You know, this, I think it was in the the Broncos game. Um, there's a lot of uh, blood, blood and stuff. Hey, oh, was it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of um, like the first. 15 minutes there were a lot of um yeah head knocks but that you know leads to bleeding <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah did you hear about um Israel man and Spencer yeah. oh, oh let's you gonna love this your mate nah. Spencer Lenil so nah so um, nah, he... apparently there was a complaint eh? so, yeah oh, so... I just seen it now they called um the Spencer Lenil called uh, Israel man a monkey Oh, yeah, and then Israel man made a, a complaint to the ref, so the ref put on report. Now they've made a formal compl- like it's it's a being made a formal. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't know. Oh, that, I don't know. That's what happens when you're from uh, that side of Sydney, mate. This <laughs> <laughs> is the systematic racism. Supposed to be like someone at the training camp probably caught him a flipping monkey, and he just laughed <laughs> it off, you know. And the whole time he's at a neighbor, but that guy's being pretty racist to you, mate. You just have no idea. <laughs> you know, I got I got mixed feelings on this. I'm, it's like he's at the moment. It's a game, you know. It's intense. The intensity, you know. He's at the moment stuff. You're gonna say some stuff like you don't mean. You know, you can do stuff you don't mean. Yeah. I don't know if I was Ezra man and I made a formal complaint, you know, just to get someone in trouble or what. I know it's like it'll be bad. I don't know, but it's not. It's not even a white guy that told him he's a monkey. Yeah, you know, it's it's like a monkey yeah. or monkey <laughs> sort of thing. If yeah, that's what about, I, if that's what about. makes it worse because because uh, you know, especially you as an islander, you'd have res- like I I think you'd have respect because you know, Israel man is like you know of a dark color. Like that's like uh, I don't what know. Is he, no, I think he's uh, either Fijian. He's like uh, Fiji, Fijian or Papua New Guinean. Let me look it up. Israel man. Oh no. Yes, but yeah, what? Oh. Told you he was a he was a grub man. <laughs> <laughs> he was born in Australia. Oh, so he is a monkey. <laughs> 
doesn't say. Must be a British. Well, he's, he's black. <laughs> he's a black guy. See, even him, he's in the fire in the games. In the game today. Yeah, nah. Look like the um, experience wins, eh? Experience won on on the on the day on the night, eh? Yeah, oh, man. So this guy had a mean game. Yeah. Do you reckon they had anything to do with the crowd or the or the atmosphere, or was it just simply just preseason jitters? Like I've always said, yeah, for maybe. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. Or it can be like um, second year saw the jitters. Eh? Oh yeah. Because last year they made it to the grand final. So they sort of lost in a bad way, and then it's just a carry on from there, no? Because okay. if because one one thing about how the Roosters play, they look like they look like a experienced team that been playing like that for ages, you know, which they mm. are. But um, yeah, they they just look like the the better team. That there was no way they looked like they were gonna lose okay. hey, the whole game. Hey? Yeah, no, it was a, it was a mean game. It's funny because um, like any of you Rabbitoh fans. No. Nah, no. Okay, because I've been watching. Sorry, I've been watching. Oh, and I want to ask this as a debate too with you guys. You know, because um, I've been watching the Rabbitohs a preseason training, and they've been going to like they've been pushing trucks, they've been um, going to the sand and like carrying logs and like running up hills with like medicine balls. You know what? Um, and and then um, my 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 thing is. Because they had the preseason game last weekend or something, eh? And they got pumped. <laughs> they got pumped. <laughs> so my thing is, because if I was the coach, I'll do something like I'll train them like it's a league game. Because they're doing that kind of stuff like it's like an army, you know, they're in the army, you, you know, where they train three days in a row. But it's yeah. got nothing to do with tackling. It's all like they do like swimming sessions, you know, things like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would make it like a like a league clinic where there's ball tackling because that's what you do in the game, not pushing trucks or like carrying medicine ball. Do you know what I mean? Like the training, like the game, like the game basis training to the sport, not like yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I think not, they're trying to. I think they're trying to bring up their um, endurance the and strength because. You remember when they changed the rules to make it to make it faster? Now you got the um, the six again. Yeah. You know? So they've made the game faster. So now you you can't get big guys anymore. If you're too big, it's, that means you're too slow. Slow. Like, oh, okay. like you need the speed, so you need the endurance, so you need you need the fitness. So I think with all the all that all that stuff you've seen of the army, <clears throat> and the army thing is not is nothing new. Like the Mammoth Storm be doing the army trainings for ages. Like back yeah. in the, I think they're the first ones to do those army trainings. In the preseason, the and same, same the other, dunes and all that. Yeah, then all the other clubs they they caught on after that. But um, yeah, I think I think for an NRL F NRL now to be an NRL player, that's a different kind of athlete. It's not like a, yeah. a rugby union athlete anymore. Like the the props in rugby union, they can't play NRL because of the amount yeah. of the amount of running you have to do. Running, you know? yeah, and the amount of um, just the amount of endurance you need. Like you need to last, and it's fucked to go. You're fucked if you go back ten all the time. For Forty <laughs> minutes. Think about a back ten, back ten, back ten. Forty minutes of that, the same thing. Yeah. You know, mm. whereas rugby union, you can just stand on the wing for ages and not get the ball. <laughs> you know, you can stand out wide and or you can walk around. You know. Yeah. But just true. but in league, in league, you just can't hide. 
You can't hide exactly, at all. Exactly, bro. That's the word right there. On the league field, you can't hide, man. Yeah. You cannot hide unless you just be, you just do this. Oh, I'm outside you. I'm outside you. Every second way. I'm outside you. But yeah, man, it's nowhere to hide on the league field, man. Yeah. So, I think you need, you need those. I think it need, needs to be a good balance, eh? I think you need to be skilled, too, with the ball. Ball handling and that. That's important. But, there's no use being mean of the ball if you're if you're tired after 45 minutes, you know. Yeah. There was um there was a nice oh, I don't know if you saw um that Latrell Mitchell pass, and then and I think um was it Dan Gagai's brother scored. Oh. That was a, I don't know if you guys saw that. That was a that was a nice pass. They should do see they should do do training where it's like game situations. You know, I think like, they do, man. They do, because you know the, the program you watch on YouTube, eh, the about the Rabbitohs. Yeah. Because you know, all the other teams, I'll be watching the the Manny Seagulls one because they got one on YouTube as well. Yeah. But they have a training session of how to score a try on the corner. Oh yeah, the diving. Oh, yeah, yeah. The diving. See? They've been practicing that, man. <laughs> so I think they practice for every kind of scenario. Eh? Mm. Yeah. Because probably it's like, it's um, more of a team bonding in the Bayern. Yeah. And I think oh, it's yeah, more yeah. of the. <laughs> I think in those in those sort of moments is the dying moments, eh? the mental game, the mental toughness. Yeah. And like even like the um, because that's the you know how they like they hand they they blindfold them and then they walk him out to the water, but they tell them, mate, like you got to have trust in the guy next to you. Otherwise, if you yeah. don't trust them, if you didn't trust them outside of the the changing rooms, well, then you're never gonna trust them at all. Like so, I think a lot of their buying. Their preseason was for for that purpose, eh? like because they make guys jump off the five meter and up the ten meter. So, however, yeah, I saw that. Felt like they can relate to each other outside or in in that sort of like environment. Hmm. They, they had no Yeah, it makes it makes sense to you know. It's like yeah. you didn't trust the guy next to you. Well, you you're clearly not gonna you know you're not gonna fight for him. You know, you're not gonna yeah. try and protect them. So. I think some of the some of those trainings are good, and they're probably good morale boosters as well for the team. Yeah. I was did you watch any um, Super Rugby? Come, come again? <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. Nah, I can feel I just oh. I just saw on um, I, I think it was your your story or your Insta that um, the Moana, a speaker one a, against the draw. Yeah, their first win against the draw. Their their first time winning to, to oh the first win of the season. Against them, against against the drawer too, and the first one. So, I think <coughs> World Cup rules. World Cup rules, man. World and Cup rules, bro. That's how they caught up because they had two cards. They had a yellow and a red. Yellow and a red, but the same thing that happened to um, Bukie or Kane. I mean Sam Kane <laughs> when his yellow got upgraded. Eh? Mm. Same sort of shit, man. It's like. Yeah, that's not right, man. That's not right, eh? Like, I think if it's not live and the decision's not made there on the initial um, contact, the bunker guy or the guy in the review room can have nothing to do with anything. Like, I think that's not right. Because it changed the game, man. It changed the game. Like, Moana probably could have blown out a few more tries if they had enough guys on the field, eh? But, I mean, that sort of shit's stupid, man. You, you can't upgrade a yellow card to a red, like, in while play is going on, like... It was a Sekopi Kepo that got the yellow card. And then yeah. by that time, by that time, Jura needed three scores to win. So they were down by two tries and a penalty. 
So they need the free, they, score, free tries to win it. But, but the they time, had two quick tries, eh? Yeah, straight the, away after the, the yellow. the duration of the time being short, though, you know what I mean? Because they were mm. just picking up the same gaps, man. Mm. So it's like, fuck. So you get yeah. give to the All Blacks when they held on as long as they did in the World Cup with only 13 players, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and that's the World Cup, man. I was cracking up at the at the news of um, the Super Rugby out there saying they're so exciting. Because, you know, they have to compete now with NRL. Because, yeah, you know, yeah. I know fully well NZ are scared of NRL and Rugby League now. <laughs> Just the way league is a much better game now, you know? The product. It's a much better product now. And yeah, Super bro. Rugby knows this. So they're talking it up on the news, talking it up on the interviews and all that. They're saying, wow, that... Moana game was so exciting, so it was so you know it was a tight game, and and they had even had a post on their social media with all the scores. They had the yeah. uh, Blues. I watched the Blues game on Friday. That was a good win, two wins in a row for my team. They had the win there, but they were saying trying to say instead of saying the the difference between the games, because they were in big differences. I think yeah. Crusaders lost by two two tries. So the um, yeah, Chiefs. Chiefs wasted um, uh, who they who they play, um, whoever they played, and but they were trying to say like the high score game is makes the game exciting. It's going, no, nah, yeah. fuck off. That's not the high score game. <laughs> it's like the the margin. It's the it's the close game. Close to the game. Game is yeah. going down to the wire. That's what makes a game exciting. Mm. And if you want team, if you want games to go down to the wire, both teams need to be competitive. You yeah. know, and in a row is competitive. You're going to see games going down to the wire. You know, and that's why what makes it a more exciting game. But at the Even same time, at the same time, I was watching some of the, the post-game interviews on... Oh, the, the post-game at the at, 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 at Las Vegas. They had yeah. Peter Vangie's uh, on the on the screen. And he was talking up the, the Las Vegas game. He was yeah. saying, oh, everyone's... Oh, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. The crowd's too... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> can't even hear the crowd man he was doing yeah. those ones like trying to hype it all up like even the commentators when I was listening to some of the commentary on the on the Roosters game they were just talking the Las Vegas game up like oh man these Americans love this game of eats you know like oh, this is the <laughs> best game know what a they're saying this <laughs> is the best best game in the world this is the best game over here we're over here in America we made it you know yeah. they're doing those, those kind of things it's kind of shut up <laughs> But imagine, Oops. imagine if the Magic Crown was played over in the in the states at that ground, Oops. Mm. Hey, the two days uh, for oh, the Magic Ground, yeah, they should. That they should do the Magic Ground. Huge, but I mean, why, why, why inject that cash flow over there when it can be done over here? You know, like you know, or mm. over in Oz, like you wouldn't change it because that's the best time you know to go to um, the Broncos Stadium and just watch all the games in one hit, you know. Just like how they're right. Yeah. But see, that's what I mean. Like the Melbourne, all the Super Rugby games were up in Melbourne, but the stadium looked fucking empty, bro. It was like pointless, you know? Mm. But yeah, nothing. Did, think... did you guys watch the um, the Super League final? No, oh, who's that? Was that against Wigan? Um, then? It was a couple of weeks Wigan ago. And, yeah, Wigan and yeah. Panthers. Oh, no, nah, the club challenge. The club challenge. Oh, club. oh okay. Yeah, so I watched it. Bro, Panther, the Panthers got robbed, eh? Did they? Oh, I never saw it. Yeah. It was oh, the tackle, eh? It was the tackle, the double movement. The double movement. Yes, bro. <laughs> they got, oh. 
Uh, I don't think you can be yeah. a dynasty if you haven't won the World Cup challenge. Eh? So. <laughs> yeah, that was that was. Uh, but then the the Panthers dropped heaps of a uh, couple of tries. They bombed. Yeah. Nah, I think the best game of the round for me of the Super Rugby was the Mata Two and the Blues, the women's game. I watched that. I watched that live, and then I watched the highlights. Man, first uh, game. Well, the first thing is I want to know where Mata Two is. Eh, like where the like Ofekonga, Mare, New Zealand. You know what I mean? Because I don't, I hate that I don't know where they're from. But when you put see their tables, you know what they remind me of? They remind me of that tall, big white guys. The ones who live on a farm, you know, they just all they do is just chuck hay bales off the off the freaking. Because <laughs> bro, some of these were fingers, bro. Just how minds, yeah, man. And because a lot of the Auckland, like, because I watched a lot of the Auckland women's comp, you know, and a lot of the Blues, like the punts, like it's full of punts to be women players, right? But man, someone that tackles, bro, and the return of Nia Williams to the um to the Blues, they had seven. Shelly, man, that was that was all the difference of the game, man. If you jump on YouTube and watch the highlights, bro, you watch Nia's first tackle. Bye. She's like, but but that was the difference of the like the the points, man. Because in the end, the Blues edged them out in the last in the, in the last ten minutes. But man, some good good um, running football, eh? Like you know, yeah. It's like they just maybe five or six phases, and then they kick. But those matter two ladies, bro, because they're big, eh? Like they just do the pick and go. Like stand out, a couple of passes, and there's another ruck, and they go wide. It's just it's cool to watch, eh? Like to me, I like watching the women's sport. That's the uh, Christchurch team, me. Eh? Oh, is it a Christchurch team? I'm, so I'm, not asking, like I'm, asking. Oh, I'm not too sure, man. Well, that's what I two. wanted to know. Much too. Well, I've got the there's a website, and it says the name Matatu is gifted to symbolize the team's determined sacrifice. Okay, so they must be the areas covering the Highlanders and the Crusaders then. Yeah. Because then they've only got, I think it's just the Wellington, Auckland and Waikato. Maybe? Well, at the bottom, it's got Christchurch New Zealand at the bottom. Okay, so yeah, it would be them. But bro, honestly, man, you got to watch that team's pretty, pretty good, eh? Got some good yeah. players, man. It's a nice colour too. The link, put the link on the chat list, I'll have a look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, just that. I haven't watched any NBA. Um, just the All Star game was on. Oh, no. I didn't even watch All Star game. I watched All Star weekend. Right. Some of it. That's so boring, man. It is boring. Um, yeah, what about the UFC? Did you watch any of that? The UFC. The... Oh. oh, oh, let's talk about the um an announcement. Oh, I just saw like within the hour from the UFC that um Tyson Pedro announced his retirement. Eh? Oh yeah, I saw yeah. that. Um. Yeah, I think his, his his reasoning behind his retirement was so he could spend more time with his kids, but at the same time not fucking have a face rearranged every time he fights. Hey, because I don't think yeah. they got fought without getting knocked. Hey, like yeah. I think you see Tyson's face when he first came on the scene. Tully, pretty boy, <laughs> like no scars or anything. You see him now, bro. Looks like he's been to the wars and back. <laughs> Good on him, man. Like you know. Yeah. Samoan over in Australia waving the flag for us in Australia and I think to make it to the biggest what stage in, in, in um, MMA sport eh? yeah so I think he deserves his flowers and at the same time man I hope he enjoys his retirement man 
But now it's pretty cool, eh? Like seeing um, someone of his specific nature wearing the Songai Mickey in that. Um, yeah. In the UFC along with um, Junior Tuffer in that. And um, Bam Bam. But yeah, it was just. That's all I saw was just uh, yeah, him being interviewed and him saying that, yeah, that was it. He was hanging up the gloves. Mm. He's still young, isn't he? Or early, early 30s? Early 36. Oh. But he's a bit of a unit, eh? Because like, he's standing next to DC and DC looks like a sutter next to him. <laughs> so, yeah, that was at Vegas 87. Oh, oh good on him. I've been watching that... Um... Sorry to watch the shit uh, is like training vlogs because he's got a fight coming up soon, eh? I don't know. Yeah, I've been watching his training vlogs. I don't know who he's fighting. I just watched the. Uh, was like three days ago. I don't know if it's old though, but the, um, what's his name? That um, influencer, that white Jake Paul and um, what's his face? Sim uh, Anderson Silva. You see that? Oh, they fighting. Totally. It was an eight-round exhibition fight. But, man, Jake Paul fucking smacked him up pretty good, eh? Oh, fuck. Yeah, like, pretty good, man. And, uh, bro, I'm, I'm happy Silver would have got a good payday from it. Because the, um, mm. yeah. they made Showtime. They had the Showtime announcer and that. And the stadium was pretty packed, like, when Jake Paul came up. Totally, it was, like, pretty loud, eh? Yeah. But man, he hit him good with some good um hits, eh? Even Silver chucked some nice uppercuts. But um initially cause the the footage I watched was it wasn't really clear, you know how it's been thinged for YouTube. But yeah, bro, he yeah. caught him with a little short looked like a short straight man and silver took a knee, bro. So he dropped oh. the knee. And then oh, he ended up. Well, isn't there like a twenty year difference? Age difference? I think it's like 22, 20, 23 years difference, yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah, but good on him for stepping out and taking the fight, man. He didn't look out of place. Yeah. Didn't look out of place, but you could just tell, like, the size difference. Hey, Jake Paul's. Fuck, he's pretty my lord, man. Yeah. I'm just looking at the um, Super Rugby results for, for this round. Only two games were... Um, were only two games... We're only one by under try. Oh, so most of them are better. Oh. Only two. So the Moana, Pacifica, Fijian, Drua, Moana um, won by three points. And the only other game was Hurricanes in, in the Reds. Hurricanes won by five points. Mm. Every other game, you had to score more than one try. One of TJ Pernara's back. Yeah, I'm not sure. Shout out to that guy, hey. I saw the list of um, Super Rugby players with the most tries. Mm. And it had, um, what's his face? Julian Savier, because you know he's still playing at Wanda Pacifica, that he could break the record, hey, of 60 tries, something like that. Yeah, like, he's, 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 playing, yeah. Oh, he's um, in the record. midfield. Yeah. He's in the midfield now, so um, he, he had his chances, but they, he never got the ball. But yeah, he needs one more try to break um, Israel Falau's uh, oh, record. Oh, it's Israel Falau's yeah. record, eh? Yeah. Damn. Imagine if Izzy had just hung around a bit longer, eh? Fuck. Well, if you think about the fastest to get to that number, Israel yeah. Falau, eh? Because he's been out for ages. Ages, bro. Yeah. But that's just crazy, like, the fact that that record... But I was cracking up at Perinaro's name was there. I was like, damn. Well, what numbers he got? I think he's at 59 or 60 as well. 
Wow. Yeah, he's a bit of a try scoring um, number nine, that guy. Yeah. Mm. But that's pretty good for like a super rugby, considering like he's had injuries galore, man. Yeah. Um, shit. So, so next round, who the Blues got? The Blues got um, Saturday game, 7 o'clock against Hurricanes. Should be a good one. Over there, down on, down on Wellington. And then next week. Um, my team gets a rest next weekend. So, Eels, Eels Bulldogs for you, let's. So, might be a good uh, start for the Bulldog season, seeing they got um, Stephen Crowder. Yeah, at least in we eight, mate. At least in <laughs> we eight. Like I told you guys, <laughs> round 10, put those guys back on. Yeah, we'll go from there. How about you, Alves? Who's your team you're supporting this year? Oh yeah, well, I, was, I was I was gonna support um, Brisbane because I'm living in Brisbane. <laughs> um, now I think I might go for either the Dolphins, the Titans, or North Queensland. Oh, so you gotta pick one now. Oh, right now. Uh, oh no, I'm, uh, no, I want to go for the Titans because my niece, my niece plays for the Titans. Oh, She's true. up and coming. Yeah. I'll oh, go yeah. for the Titans. Oh yeah, sweet. You can't go back on that now. It's recorded. Okay. You're you're Titans guy. Yeah, I'm Titans. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know you're the Seagulls and I know Litz is Eels. Yeah. Okay. So boys moving on. Um let's talk about uh, what we've been watching. So what have we been watching? I've been I put up a post on our social media page on Instagram. Um, it was pretty cool. I had fun doing it. It's um, don't know if you you saw that. I was, it was a yeah. um, it was my top ten uh, rankings of the movies that got nominated for Best Picture Oscars. So the, the Oscars are happening on the tenth of March in America. Yeah. So um. So I don't know if you guys watched Oscars, but it's good recognition for what's been out there at the movies. Get Best Actor Award, Best Male Actor, Female Screenplay, and all that kind of stuff. But one that interests me most is the Best Picture, whoever gets the Best Picture Award. It's cool because this year, the nominees for Best Pictures are actually real good movies, and it's been a long time since we had a, a list of, of movies that have been nominated that are good, actually. Mm. Yeah. Ah, one movie, one movie was just got nominated. I thought shouldn't be there, and that was the Barbie. <laughs> that was the Barbie movie. Oh yeah. But um, no. So I did a post on our social media Instagram at the Whispers Network, Whispers Network Instagram page, and the stories, how I ranked, how we ranked the those movies that got nominated, right, from ten to one. So if I go through the list, my number 10 was Barbie. Number 9 was Past Lives. Number 8 was Oppenheimer. Number 7 was Anatomy of a Fall. 6 was Maestro. 5 was The Zone of Interest. 4 was Poor Things. 3 was The Holdovers. 2 was American Fiction. And my number 1 was Killers of the Flower Moon. Have you guys seen any of those? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've seen, uh, 
So Dude, what 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 Netflix have you got? <laughs> well, one movie on this list is actually on Netflix. And that's Maestro. Well, what 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 have you been watching next? We'll be watching the same stuff. <laughs> oh. That um their family their um FIFA family over in Samoa. They oh yeah 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 packed up all their stuff and moved over to um Sa. I've been watching that. They're cooking with Rena as well. Uh, man, I got a shout. I use the opportunity to shout out to Rena and Chef over in um in Seattle. Man, like, cause they got so many followers now on their channel and and um you know during like cause what what Rena does she cooks for for the husband and then they sit down and they eat. But the way he eats is like makes you want to be like, oh man, I want to get up and go check what's in the kitchen. So what? <laughs> But then from now, from time to time, they either do like birthday shout outs or like people that comment in the, in the comment section under the videos and say, can you, you know, acknowledge us and that. But there was obviously a question that came up and and the question was, um, what made you guys move to the States? So I watched this all and bro, I'll tell you, man, like I've been home, you know, I haven't been working, but where well, I watched that yeah. video and it's sort of like while Rena was trying to explain to the to the person who asked the question, I could sort of see like I think shift the husband got agitated, like he was mad because he was like too busy eating the lamp flaps. He was like, "Oh man, hello lamp flap, hello favor lamp, hello favor lamp." But initially, I think Rena would tell the story, and then shift would have to finish the story. But when you tell someone's story, man, I think now that I know I've got a baby on the way, I'm 21 years raising my family. It reminded me like of a self-reflection because then he spoke about why they moved from America Samoa to to um, Seattle and that. And it made me cry. It made me cry oh, because wow. it was like, they, you know, like no one will know your struggles uh, until you've experienced it or try to share it. So for him to reshare it, you know, because that's what he was doing. So he always keeps saying, I hate talking about it. But now that we're here, you know, it's like you forget the past. You don't want to worry about it. You know, like it's already here. Mm. Like, just want to talk about the moment but yeah man i watched that and there's two parts to it so yeah shout out to chef man like just mad respect for them man you know and why they chose to move to american samoa and i love the fact that he used the um like because he said he had a business he had a taxi business in samoa one at the airport one in town and like that was his living and then rena was doing like barbecue stores and baking and the son was sort of helping them do like bouquets and stuff so they were sorted, like, you know, he said, I got my own house at a two-story, two-bedroom house with an extension on it. But I wanted a, like, is that what I wanted? Like, or was I going to repeat the cycle when I had the rest of the kids? So now mm. that when they moved to Seattle and they had a couple more kids, and then he, like, you know, oh, it's obviously drawn him or it's just made him remind, like, oh, man. Man, it wasn't hard, eh? It wasn't hard, eh? It was hard, eh? It was hard. Yeah, bro, especially because you talk about, like, when he left, he, an example was, like, walking through the airport with my tickets because he sold the, he said he sold the taxi to the guy. The guy didn't pay him back for the taxi, but he had the tickets and he told his wife, tell me now, I, like, am I going to go or am I going to stay and refund the tickets? I only get, like, $200 back from the ticket. And she was just crying. So he just walked off, you know? He walked off and boarded the plane and then went. But it was funny that he could make light of the situation by saying never in his whole life never filled out a, a departure form. <laughs> you oh, know? Okay. So to hear it, yeah. you know what I mean? To hear it and be like, like, 
Because it sort of probably made me think about my parents, like when they would have come to New Zealand and they and not learned how to speak English and to fill the yeah. arrival card and all that stuff. So I just thought, man, man, shout out to those guys, you know, and doing well and and not just like and just believing in the the trusting the, the um their plan, eh? So I've been watching that, um, and bro, shout out to the the South Sea Productions and uh, some more visuals, man, with um, sh- um Matai, eh? <laughs> episode 43, man. See, 44, it's a go, bro. Bloody story keeps getting better and better, eh? So now I've been watching that. Um, yeah, and then the same DIY videos, man. But now nah, nothing, yeah. nothing extra, just the reels. Aww. Rules that I always I'll tag the funny ones I watch and I'll tag you in it. That's what I'll be sure watching. I watched um this after, oh last night I watched the movie The Spaceman. Adam Sandler. Yeah. So it's a it's a real it's not it's not it's not a um comedy. It's and it's more like a, a drama because they send him to space to get this um it's like, yeah, I watched the whole thing, man. I can't believe I even watched it. Um, they, you know, in Jupiter, near Jupiter, they got that, like, this this cosmic dust or whatever, like, around Jupiter. So they sent him there, and he was out in space for 189 days. But um, what he left behind was his wife. Um, and he was really attached to the wife, like, they'd call every day, and then she stopped um, answering his causes because, yeah... She went in um, to this place because she was carrying a baby, but yeah, it was a different. It was a different Adam Sandler that I was used to watching. And then I watched um, today before the rugby. I watched. Um, have you guys seen that new Resident Evil? No. Oh no. No, it's a, oh, that's pretty. That's pretty good. I enjoyed it. It's not. Um, yeah. Uh, but obviously, there's going to be another part like. How many Resident Evils are there now, you know? <laughs> like so many. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Like normally if I don't like a movie, I like Ford and then, you know, eventually just flick it. No, but, but I watched the whole thing. And the memory lane you had one about, um, you had a picture posted up on the on the page on uh, some, some DJ equipment. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I posted that, man. And like the reason why I saw it was, First thing that came to my mind was inorganic collection. You know, everyone had the inorganic collection, like in. So, like, I think back as a kid, when I see that setup, I just think like, okay, we got a box, half box. I'm gonna go around all the streets of all of Ranui and just see where I can get some speakers and get my screwdriver and cut out it, or take the whole box with me, take it home and put my whole sound system together. Because when I saw that, <laughs> that's me, man. Like, just as a kid, like, if you can remember, did you guys ever go in organic hunting, like, in the Lapisi? Like, through other people's inorganics? Yeah, I just remember the big um, couches in that, or fridges. Oh, yeah. Oh, there was, there was, because my uncle, my uncle came from Samoa, because he collected those, um, because he had a, a, a scrap metal yard in Samoa. So yeah. He, he. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he got me and my other cousins to go around um, in organic day. And take the um, back of the um, the fridges. Yeah. The, you know that wire thing? The grill. Is that the grill? The grill? Yeah, remember yeah. the old grill on the back of the fridges? Because they, they yeah. had copper in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he had a container here. And so me and, me, me and my cousins went to all, 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 all
every single fridge that was out on the road, <laughs> taking the Whoa. back of the fridge out. Yeah, man. And then going to the container, just store, just um, you know, stacking them up in the container, ready to be shipped to back to Samoa, yeah, man, or totally. or wherever I was going. I don't know, but um, yeah, man, I remember that. No, I never, I never did. No, I never, I don't remember getting anything from any old, any old canner. No, I don't. Sorry. My, mine were specifically speakers, especially like car speakers, because I knew they were easy to wire up, you know? And like, yeah. they, they didn't have a box to sort of color them out of, like the tweeters and the bass speakers. But another one was bikes, man. Like, bro, every time Dick and Harry had like a pop bike at home, eh? and what was good is like, Inorganic came around, you could really custom the bike to the point where it didn't look like the stolen bike. <laughs> <laughs> Just shout out to all the guys who used to steal the bikes and say you didn't have it, but the whole time was under their house, and they come in organic state. They got the twenty one speed bike with the with the ten speed um wheels on it, you know. So nah, yeah, bro, that that was a memory lane. Like I had to share that. I just cracked up when I saw it was someone's DJ setup. Like to me, it's like nah, that was literally my home. Um, in organic speakers setup in the garage. Oh. Hey, did these we use ever creative? We used to have a creative. Do you remember? Um, did you have like a school folder? I remember back at White there was a there was a kid or someone had a school folder, like those binding folders or whatever. But they made it like a speaker, like they put a speaker hey. in it. You, do you remember? Bro, we had a few people yeah, that had that at school. I'm like, a ring binder. Yeah, a ring binder. Yeah, but you know, if you opened it, they had like a full on. Like you can play sounds from your folder. Ah, this is gangster. Yeah, Would I heard about those one? people. Then I heard about these people that are creative in in, in prison cells. <laughs> Just making all the oh. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Making all the stuff to um, pass the time. Yeah. <laughs> things to cook your your things to cook toast and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> this, yeah. Hey, I, I, I just want to do it just before we. Oh, I think we're gonna wrap up. I want to do a shout out to Mans. Manny, I'm not going to exclude his age. It's his birthday today. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Mans. Happy birthday. Yeah, yeah happy birthday, Mans. Get him back on the pod. Get him yeah. back on the episode. Yeah, he's I heard he's doing he's good true. things there. Yeah. No, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get more people to come up. I've, I've been slack because of the, the, the magazine. So I haven't been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, on. shout out to you too, Camps. Yeah. Getting that the mag magazine out too, bro. Me. Yeah, no, nah, it's, it's been fun, eh? I've just been neglecting trying to get some some guests on back on through five. Yeah. But I'll, I'll try. I'll try further then. I'll try sending out some more invites. Get get some more people in. Hmm. Because that's the bread and butter, man. That's the bread and butter for Wizards Network. Back on one through five. The flagship <laughs> flagship podcast. So yeah. Now, thanks, boys, for jumping on another round of into the clip. Good to see you, Alves, and good, you know we'll make this a, re- a regular thing since you're over there in uh, Australia. So being on the internet has made this possible. You can be anywhere in the world and jump in into the clip. And uh, yeah, finally, and <laughs> some... <laughs> we had to have a laptop, bro. <laughs> nah, it should be right. Hey, we'll just do this and have a have a catch up, be. Eh? Yeah, talk yeah. about what, what's going on over there in, uh, in, in Brisbane, because you know. Brisbane's another. If you look at the video that the lady put up with um, Joe Damon, 
talking about he was over there in Brisbane on the Gold Coast going <laughs> to the mall and he's like he's so, the general rule hey it's like oh, so many so you. many kiwis eh? so many kiwis eh? you may as well be another um, <laughs> he's another, eating he's eyes he looked you know. like he was in Red Rua <laughs> <laughs> but it's true right? heaps, of, heaps of kiwis there eh? yeah yeah it depends on which area you go like I've seen this yeah there's, there's heaps of islanders definitely so boys so do some um let's do some last words we'll start with you us oh can I, let's take a screenshot you want to small <laughs> small ready three two all right i love three two yo um last words um oh so i'm uh stay focused um be patient it's a, it's been uh the reason why i'm saying that is that it's taking me three and a bit months and I finally got a job um so yeah I start my job this Wednesday nice um I'm excited I'm gonna get the ball rolling I've got some uh few of my my married and soon to be married and bachelor friends that uh want to link up that I've got a place to come over <laughs> let's get this boys weekend happening man <laughs> Nah, yeah, just have a good week, boys. Thanks, thanks, Liz, for showing me how to um, jump on. <laughs> oh, it's, mate. it's not like I got a job, mate. It's all good. Shiros. <laughs> um, um, before we wrap up our, our um, last words, um, I just wanted to make a special acknowledgement and shout out to um, Fui for Observation. Um, I only follow a certain few people on um, Insta, but I seen he posted the other, I posted yesterday initially of him just looking at the fire and then second part of him just sharing him because he always shares his feels in his car but um i was just blown away that to showing vulnerability while he's recording and especially putting it out there to like all pacifica but they are predominantly us, us pacifica men like just not being able to open up and share i just felt like um his words about um being emotional and showing your kids you can be vulnerable and, and having a sharing a few tears is, is should be normalized should be normalized in any household because you know we're mm. from the era of like shh loving out shut up stop crying eh? be a man and that's i feel enough. like that that's um and it, that only serves that generation and that's probably what they knew at that time but i mean yeah. like I, I messaged the also straight away and i sent you know my love to him and just know that like you know you have the power like us us, us men now to stop that their cycle and just let our kids you know let our kids get on our nerves man let them push the buttons because all that does is make us more resilient you know what i mean so um yeah shout out to that guy and man if there was a local hero it would be him man because the amount of content that guy's put up for me to laugh at but then to know underneath some of that that laughter is pain but i mean yeah push through it and to to be acknowledged like acknowledge your kids man you are human if you cry it's all right to cry you know Crying's yeah. a good thing. Cry, crying's a beautiful thing. But um, yeah, my last bit is um, yeah, man, let your kids test your patience, bro. My kids test my patience today just before I jumped on the pod, man. They dismantled this from outside and put it into like a thousand pieces. Oh, I had to punch the wall. <laughs> that punched the wall. The wall didn't punch back, and I wish that was someone punching me in the stomach, you know, to get off my ass and push play. But nah, shout outs to um, Kaylee finishing up in my film. A beautiful stunt. Oh, you all saw that. 
I was trying to enjoy her bucky from the comfort of my phone at home. Uh, shout out to <laughs> Asia. I don't know how many grown men closed the door in the room and uh, just got like all to each other on the left side. I don't know what that was. But now, yeah, man, shout out to the whole scams as well, man. Holding it down. And to Yasha and Eric. Yeah, man, just the, um, the Type 5, eh? Is that what they call us? The Type 5 of the Wizards Network. Um, and shout out to everyone um, picking the um, the mics back up and putting out the contact for the Wizards Network, man. There's no one else out here in West Auckland doing what our old scams is doing, man. You know what it is. Yeah, I have. Oh, my, my mic. My mic. <laughs> Thanks, boys. That's it for another, another week. We'll do this again next week. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yo. Sick. Ah.